Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we turn the page to the book of Judges. And when we talk about judges, we're not talking about men or women in a black robe in a courtroom. What we're talking about is basically political or civic leaders, leaders for the people of Israel that God provided to restore them after they had drifted away from God yet again. We are becoming familiar with this cycle that in order to maintain the covenant, the people of Israel have been called by God and commanded by Moses and Joshua to follow the commands of the Lord. But they don't do that very well. And so there's this cycle that we see throughout the book of Judges where there is sin. The people of Israel usually are idolatrous or they start to give themselves to the foreign people's gods, their false gods. Then God disciplines them or punishes them or allows them to be defeated by an enemy or something like this. Well, Then God raises up in the book of Judges a judge to lead them and to restore them. And then there's a period of peace. And then again, the people fall back into their pattern of sin. And this cycle gets worse and worse and worse throughout the book of Judges. There are six judges that are going to be outlined here in the book. Othniel, Ehud, Deborah, Gideon, Jephthah, and Samson. And these are deeply flawed people, we will learn. But God has a track record of using flawed people. Hello, look at you and look at me. We're glad that God uses flawed people, but these guys are really flawed, and we're going to see a little bit of that as we open this book. Remember that the people of Israel have just entered the land of Canaan in the book of Joshua under his leadership, and they're driving out the peoples and clearing out the land of Canaan so that they can establish their rule there or their community there. And there's probably several sociology professors at several universities or humanities professors who would suggest that because of the book of Judges or Numbers or even the Old Testament, that God must be a genocidal maniac? Why is he taking these one group of privileged people, the Israelite people, his chosen people, and using them to drive out and kill and slaughter all these other peoples? What a jerk. Well, remember, that's not what this is ultimately all about. Ultimately, God is in the process of establishing his glory and his fame and his name on the earth. He wants people to know, he wants all people to know that there is one true God. Uh, and this is the process of his redemptive plan being brought to the world. He's going to use the Israelite people, his chosen people, to usher in his redemptive plan, which is going to culminate in Jesus Christ. And when Jesus Christ comes and the gospel goes forward, it's going to be available not just to one small people group, the Israelites, but to the entire world. Bible tells us that there will be people in heaven who have trusted Jesus Christ who represent every tribe and tongue and nation. And so this is just the plan that God put forth to make that possible. And we can't misinterpret it uh, by taking it out of the larger context. So here I am in Judges 2, verses 16 through 23. Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they whored after other gods and bowed down to them, and soon turned aside from the way in which their fathers had walked, who had obeyed the commandments of the Lord, and they did not do so. Whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge, and he saved them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. 
For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who afflicted and oppressed them. But whenever the judge died, they turned their back and were more corrupt than their fathers, going after other gods, serving them and bowing down to them. They did not drop any of their practices or their stubborn ways. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he said, Because this people has transgressed my covenant that I commanded them, their fathers, and they have not obeyed my voice, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations that Joshua left when he died. In order to test Israel by them, whether they will take care to walk in the ways of the Lord as their fathers did or not. So the Lord left those nations, not driving them out quickly. And he did not give them into the hand of Joshua. So here we have the Israelite people incapable of obeying the covenant And we have God raising up these leaders at certain times throughout the book of Judges, throughout the times of Israel's history, to bring them back into restoration, to bring them out of punishment and discipline into peace, only to see them cycle even further downward into sin. Eventually, in the book of Judges, we're going to usher in kings. Before we get there, though, one of the themes of of this book, which will resurface several times, is it says that the people were doing whatever they thought was right in their own eyes. And so as dark as this book is, and as ugly and depraved as this book is, and we're going to read some crazy stories in here, I love the book of Judges because it gives an accurate picture of the human condition. It gives an accurate picture of even those who would call themselves religious or God's people. We can all identify with sin. We can all identify with our battle internally and externally against sin and we fail, and we fail, and we fail. However, God is going to bring not just earthly kings to fix this. He's going to bring a heavenly king, Jesus Christ himself, is going to come to this earth, and he's going to live the perfection that we can't. He's going to die on the cross, paying the penalty that we deserve to pay for our sin that we can't pay, and he's going to set it up so that anyone who put their faith and trust in Christ can be forgiven and set free They can be freed from sin and death and the power of the devil. They can experience victory in this life, and they can experience glorification and pure holiness in heaven forever with God. Lord, what a great book, as ugly as it is, as depraved as your people can be, and we can identify with that. We're so thankful that eventually, after we know the whole story, you came up with the perfect leader, a perfect king, who would do for us what we can't do for ourselves. And then you would allow us to receive the benefits of sonship, of covenant childhood as one of your chosen ones, if we would trust Christ, the perfect Savior and God. We thank you for him. We thank you for these stories that remind us of these truths. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, 
Haiku's 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.